Hello and welcome to something I like to call Jonathan and the Cinema. This is where I review shows, TV shows, anything Marvel, anything Harry Potter, anything recent that I've watched. And I just talk through them, talk through the plot, the acting, the storyline, the characters, and the conclusion. Talk about the director, and uh, I talk about everything and rate them. Um based on how i feel because i am a film major and guess what i'm gonna need some experience and some sort of direction on how i watch movies and um i think guess this is this podcast is gonna help me a lot so thank you everyone for listening mainly my friends the one or two friends that are actually listening to this and let's get into it um my this first movie is called do revenge um which is a movie directed by jennifer Caton robinson which is, she's best known for thor love and thunder and uh, her previous netflix film um someone great which seems to be a decent movie based on the ratings um she she has created some jennifer caton robinson has created some type of movies i guess her movies are semi-successful i want to say um um, given the ratings given by Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't like, let's just put that out there. Sorry about that. Very hypocritical organization. Um, but yes, um, sh- Jennifer Caton Robinson directed this movie, produced it, and provided the screenplay. Um, do revenge is a 2022 american coming of age black comedy film um which are these are not three genres you really see together it's either coming of age and comedy or dark comedy or black comedy um whatever you want to call it dark and black same thing um same genre but coming of age black comedy film was a it's a weird direction to take the movie um this movie is about two teens played by Maya Hawk and Camilla Mendez who help get revenge on those who did them wrong but one of the girls actually wanted revenge on the girl she was helping so um this movie is um interesting I liked it I overall I would have to well I rate my movies out of 50 given the plot the acting the storyline the characters and the conclusion um are separate out of 10 so the plot is out of 10 acting out of 10 storyline out of 10 characters out of 10 and conclusion out of 10 which would give me some type of score out of 50 which i will tell you at the end of this podcast or you can calculate for yourself because i will be narrating what i rated out of 10 and um you can go from there yeah so um basically the storyline is 
and I'm reading off IMDB now. Drea is at the peak of her high school powers when her entire life goes up in flames after her sex tape gets leaked to the whole school, seemingly by her boyfriend and the king of the school, Max. So let's stop right there. This sounds very cliche. Um, Netflix teen flick cliche, as I want to call it. Um, felt when I saw the trailer, I didn't want to watch it, but I saw one of my favorite YouTubers, Alex Myers. Um, I saw him review it, and I saw a certain scene in this. I was like, hmm, maybe I should watch it, see, see for myself, before I continued the review by Alex Myers, which was a smart thing to do because I was not disappointed by this movie at all. It broke my expectations. This is why I feel so strongly about it, I guess, because um, I expected it to be a really bad movie. Um, something like The Kissing Booth or anything Noah Centineo is in. And um felt it to be very cliche, like the boyfriend is going to act one way, the main character is going to act one way, the main character's ex-best friend is going to act one way, and then the other main character is going to act one way. This is how I depicted it from the beginning and usually I'm right but I'm glad they proved me wrong um but yes um given this plot and this storyline um I I didn't want to watch it at all at all but I'll continue um Eleanor who's played by Maya Hawk is an awkward new transfer student who was angered to find out that she now has to go to the same school with her old bully Carissa who started a nasty rumor about her in summer camp when they were 13. After a clandestine run-in at tennis camp, Drea and Eleanor, played by Camila Mendez and Maya Hawk respectively, form an unlikely and secret friendship to get revenge on each other's tormentors. This is under... This is under dark comedy team comedy and high school comedy so i do recommend watching this movie it is not disappointing but it also has its moments when it can be but kind of saves itself it kind of saves itself many many times all right where am i right now yes so let's get into the ratings the plots i gave it six out of ten given um that no one no one over the age of 13 is gonna well it's meant for people over the age of 13 but no one over the age of 13 is gonna watch this just listening to the plot um which i will read again just um kind of ease you guys um jaya is at the peak of her high school powers when her entire life goes up in flames after her sex tape gets leaked to the whole school seemingly by her boyfriend and the king of the school max so when you hear something like this and you see the netflix logo on the top left of of the whatever you might call it um of the movie um you don't want to watch this because this this came out last week if i'm i love maya hawk but if I'm not mistaken, this came out last week and I love her acting. I love what she has done with um, <laughs> with 
Robin in Stranger Things. So I, I, I just love her overall. But I, it don't love her that much that I would put myself through the misery of watching this movie. So I give it a six out of ten because a plot has to the plot is explained through the trailer and it it's explained through um searching it up on google and imdb this is there's no spoilers in the plot this is just what the movie is about it's supposed to grab your attention it's it's supposed to um it's supposed to grab your attention it's supposed to make you want to watch the movie but it didn't make me want to watch the movie um so I give it a 6 out of 10. Um, acting. The acting. Um, I gave it a 9 out of 10. This is solely to the performance of Maya Hawk. As I said, she was brilliant until she dealt with her character. Her, her character's insanity. And, um... Because there... I, let me just give you a sneak peek. This is a spoiler alert. So if you haven't watched the movie, stop the podcast right now if you don't want to hear this. But I'll go and I warned you. Um, there's a scene in the movie where Eleanor, Maya Hawke's character, um, she gives herself up. Although Drea... Um, found her out she gives herself up and it turns out that her bully from 13 years old in summer camp was Drea and not the person that she was telling Drea about and um, Drea didn't really remember anything um, so she was like oh that's horrible and blah 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 when Eleanor told her but she didn't recognize the story at all because I guess she's the queen bitch in anything like she she's she's had her queen bitch moment so what's one gonna do you know so um when eleanor kind of gave herself up and said yeah um you did this to me and i'm trying to get revenge on you so this is so she's kind of now controlling her life because she has drena wrapped around her finger is now saying um well you know what this is what you're gonna do you're gonna go to this party with your friends um you're gonna do something very stupid and i'm gonna call the cops on you or whatever and um while jail was trying to figure out you know she was driving and she was trying to figure out and wrap her head around everything she gets hit by another car coming through an intersection and um and it turns out it was Maya Hawk's character who hit her over who sorry who hit her with her car because she needed she needed her plan to go the right way and honestly that is the craziest that is I'm like she is psycho because that is the craziest thing I've heard someone do in my life I'm like no one is gonna do no one's gonna hit someone with their car with, with their car because they want a plan to go well sorry i'm having some coffee and um 
no no one is gonna do that i felt i f- it it was it was just twist after twist because i didn't i didn't expect i i guess it's my fault because i expected the story to go one way but it took a twist when eleanor was the antagonist now i guess and um now she does more psycho things and there's a twist after a twist so i didn't really expect it to happen and um well let me tell you something it was not disappointing back to my point Maya Hawk's acting well, how she portrayed this character was amazing and her psychoness and up to the end of the movie was everything was was amazing but um the storyline I gave it an 8 out of 10 um the storyline other than the conclusion um conclusion was a bit disappointing but we'll get to that storyline was it held it held itself up because it it um i don't know if i should give it eight out of ten here's the thing um it falls it it breaks your reputation sorry it breaks your expectations then it goes down again because it 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 would break your expectation and then it would say all right we're gonna cool down now (laughs) breaking expectation on cool down um but there was a scene with alicia bow from 13 reasons why um where she you know she gets together with drea in the bathroom and you know they're talking and then she's like oh you're Andrea freaking Torres um or whatever her last name is that racist I'm sorry she's like you're Andrea freaking whatever your last name is and um you you're 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 the baddest bitch I've ever known and everyone and then everyone I was watching it with me was like oh man why do they have to do that because this is it's the most used it's an overused line that doesn't really you don't need that line like oh you're it's like they use this in every teen movie like when the main character is down and they don't know what to do the breast brand always comes like oh you're Dre you're Dre a freaking Taurus you know what to do you're the smartest girl I've ever met shut up please please shut up like we what's that gonna do give them this this unfound boost of self-confidence so they can go finish this story finally they get lazy a lot in this movie and it's not attractive at all so that's why i'm gonna change my storyline rating to seven um yeah um the characters were a eight out of ten um uh the main characters kind of carried this rating on their back because they did exactly what they were supposed to do the boyfriend did exactly what he was supposed to do the the other guy that the main character falls in love with did exact well he didn't do much actually he was just there really there is nothing 
to add to his story he had no character um he had no plot armor he had no he had nothing to like i we still don't know anything about him at all um both both main characters have love interests and they have nothing to add to the story at all but they get mad when the truth comes out and whatever um and then get unmad and then both the main characters are they end their scenes with they end their scenes with them kissing their love interest and it's there's still adds nothing to the story I guess but you know whatever we move um everyone did everything they were supposed to do the cast for this was our mainly Netflix actors Maya Hawke with Stranger Things Camilla Mendes with Riverdale Austin Abrahams with the Christmas movie Dash and Lily um Alicia Bow with 13 Reasons Why and Jonathan Davis with um Outer Banks, um, Rish Shah, who is a fairly new character, fairly new actor to me. Um, I think he made. I don't know. I, I I haven't seen him anywhere. The first time I've seen him was in Miss Marvel. Um, but his he made his debut as far as I can see to um cinema. As Ahmed in years and years, um, could be before. No, actually, I'm wrong. Um, he made his television debut. No, I'm right. He made his television debut in 2017 with a TV series called Prank Me, and he made his his cinema his movie debut. Um, as someone called Ahmed in years and years. Um, no, actually, years and years is a miniseries. He made a cinema debut with. Wow, I think he made a cinema debut with The Long Goodbye. Um, as someone called Karim. But um, I've seen the first time I've seen him was in Mr. Marvel, which was not a bad movie, a bad show. Yeah, um, but this, this, um, this movie has a lot of child actors or a lot of teen actors, um, that have acted and have starred in movies and TV shows for teens or for children. Disney Channel and Nickelodeon and stuff um, but overall overall this is a good movie the conclusion I gave a 7 out of 10 it was underwhelming um, it, I, I think I think I felt I felt it I felt the conclusion gonna be I knew it was gonna be really disappointing after their the peak of the movie, I was like, I'm pretty sure the conclusion's gonna go down because that's how it goes mainly. Um, the conclusion was not good at all. Um, I already said that, but 
given the reason that um they kind of pin they kind of made Eleanor the bad part all right, so all right <laughs> this is what happens in the movie right Dre and Eleanor commit a bunch of crimes and then get off scotch-free right they get off scotch-free they plant drugs on someone who was growing drugs who's arrested and brought to rehab but they plant drugs and nonetheless um they drug the whole senior class um yeah sorry the senior class yeah they drug the whole senior class um confess to it they're having an awesome summer not in prison right um Dre um sorry Eleanor my Hawks character almost kills someone doesn't get put in prison at all and then Austin Abrams Abrams Mac Max Austin Abrams character gets expelled for doing something for leaking a leaking a sex tape I guess which is also um illegal but um he gets put away immediately um it gets expelled and everything while the main characters don't get expelled gra- they graduate they don't get expelled they don't get arrested and they go on with their lives i don't see that as fair i see that that was underwhelming um but i guess they needed to close the story making us happy but i wasn't really happy with the conclusion um but um that is my that's my rapid fire on it i guess um if any of that made sense now i'm gonna do this thing where i review it and then i look on reviews on it from imdb on the movie or tv show i'm reviewing on imdb and google and rotten tomatoes though i hate them um and i'm gonna compare them all right so starting with imdb user reviews all right this user says it was really good Oh, this has 16 dislikes, by the way, and 12 likes. This featured review says it was really good until it wasn't. <laughs> Don't misjudge me. I enjoy I I enjoy it for what it was. You know what you you know what you're going. This person doesn't speak very good English. You know what you're going to see when you tap the play button. Teen drama, exactly. Teen drama movie. That's the end. But for the three quarters of it. It was a very good teen drama movie with a plot twist that I never expected. I like it very much. This person is, this is, they are reading my mind, yeah. And just boom, they just erase it. And exactly, they, that's what I want to say. They, they get to their peak, right? They get to their peak of the movie that Eleanor's, uh, Eleanor is a psycho um jail has to figure out what to do with her and how to get out of this and then they go they take the slippery slope all the way down and make it into another cliche teen movie with the conclusion and um yeah they continue to say they had a nice twist and they just threw it away like it was nothing 
when it was the best thing in the movie exactly but yeah I had two hours to spend and I spent it nicely I mean Camila Mendes it is very good for this movie plus she's hot AF in brackets and Maya Hawk it's Maya Hawk always enjoyable to watch her on screen of course so yeah it's a yes for me if you have some time to spend yeah I this is by Giannis. <laughs> this is by Giannis. 2504. Um, Alright, okay, I'm gonna read a couple more on it. Um, great is Someone says, great homage to 90s teen movies. We, we love this. Like, Clueless meets. No, alright, I'm not reading this. That's dumb. Alright. Because that, once they say, you can't compare this to Clueless and Cruel Intentions and 10 things. What? Oh my. No, no, never mind. I'm not reading that. I don't think it has a 2000s vibe at all. I think the plot was unexpected. Modern day Heathers. Um, I, I don't see why they are really... They they are comparing it to movies that are considered iconic. I don't see. Oh wow! All right, let me go to all right. A good, solid, entertaining teen Netflix original film. Well, I might not be a big fan of some of the decision and some nitpicky here and there for sure. I think Do Revenge is for the most part a good, solid, entertaining teen Netflix original film. Camilla Mendes and Maya Hawk giving their most entertaining performance and so did the rest of the cast. It says that the story was inspired by Hitchcock's Strangers on a Train, which I did watch a long time ago. Barely remember anything from it because of a reason, and the reason is because out of all Hitchcock's movies that I've watched Strangers on a Train was my least favorite, but for Do Revenge, I enjoyed the hell out of it, particularly the main plot of the film. I didn't care for it, but alright. It is possibly another rare case of a better Netflix original film, at least for a lot of people, not for me though. Um, okay. Alright, so that is it for IMDb reviews. Um audience reviews from Google all right let's see what this person says Miranda Lockhart from Google says I really thought I would enjoy this film Camila Mendez is great in it her outfits are okay all right this person starts um what mm, I don't th this has nothing to do with the movie though her outfits and all right it's one of those fashionistas I guess um, Camilla Mendes is great in it. Her outfits are amazing and she's as gorgeous as always. But everything else sucks. <laughs> what? They really, they're really focusing on her looks instead of the film at all. They're just simping over Camilla Mendes in this review, but I'll, com I'll continue. It was one of those films where by the end I had no investment nor cared about any of the characters. I lost track of what they were apologizing for or who had done what. You're not watching the movie then. <laughs> um, 
it was so over the top and ridiculous. None of them seemed to have parents or act like teenagers. <laughs> they don't like. They don't look like high school. That's true. That's true. Camila Mendez is literally twenty-eight, and there was a lot of woke nonsense, patriarchy, non-binary, female identifyingly, identifying. Say honestly, just go watch Mean Girls instead. Mean Girls has nothing to do with this. Well, uh, similar, yeah, unhelpful. Um, this person says gives it five stars. The movie is awesome. The plot twist, the characters. This is this is the best movie Netflix has made in a while. It's true. This is in all caps. All right. This person gives five stars. This movie rocks. Camila Mendes did a great job acting, and the storyline was cute. Definitely recommend it. Awesome movie. All right. Other than that one. Um, Cal- Camilla Mendes fetish person. Everyone seemed to enjoy this movie. I'm scrolling down all five stars. I'm not kidding. Oh, one star. Other than Camilla, everything. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow. Other than Camilla, everything else was cringe. Eleanor, her bathtub scene, and Gabby were the cringiest. Everyone who's putting out this movie has some sort of Camilla Mendes fetish. And adores her, I guess. Alright. That is it for the Netflix reviews. The last one I'm gonna do, and then I end it off. It's gonna be a Rotten Tomatoes review. I'm honestly dreading this. Um, Rotten Tomatoes give, gave this 86% on the tomato meter and 82% audience score. Um, critics consensus. Alright. So Randy Myers from San from the San Jose Mercury News Um said who's he's a top critic there's an edge to do revenge that draws just enough blood to match its infectious style and repartee repartee. And we've got this full review. Um, alright, so, okay, no, never mind, this is the wrong, alright, yeah, um, Laura Bassett from the Mew, from the Muse says, well, Do Revenge is clearly a love letter to our favorite old movies, it manages to be thoroughly of the moment, thoroughly of the moment in a way that feels relevant funny and somehow not cheesy or offensive mm, okay um all right uh, i don't agree at all but cool um yeah yeah um so that's it that's it for our first ever jonathan and the cinema thank you for watching or thank you for listening to who to those who um listened so far and listened to the end um our movie rating because i gave the plot six out of ten acting nine out of ten storyline seven out of ten characters eight out of ten and conclusion seven out of ten therefore my calculator says out of 50 
if this movie gets well never mind <laughs> this movie gets thirty seven out of fifty I divided and therefore it's a seventy four percent on my swamp meter um thank you for listening for those who did take from our first podcast um next week i'll be reviewing something very out of pocket as is my ways later